Previously on the Adventure Zone. To be frank, I I don't know what's waiting for you on this mission, but I know what's waiting for you at the end of it. Hugs? It's the fifth Grand Relic, the Temporal Chalice, or Chalice, ah. depending on just sort of what region you're from. It is a cup that gives the holder power over the flow of time itself. You are now in front of this massive, massive... Uh, it is a sphere, but to you it just looks like a, a, a dome on the ground that is just reaching high, high up into the sky. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mark! Boys, you go very fast. And standing in this white space in front of you is a very old woman. Find me. If that old lady is some sort of spooky ghost, I'm out of here. I need a ghost-free guarantee if I'm going to stay in the Adventure Zone. I, I have a sickness, got an illness in this And the only cure is more cowbell. Well, screaming into the microphone most certainly is not the cure. Cowbell. Whatever the opposite of a cure is, you just the did that. Better. The only cure is more cowbell. So the end of that sentence that you cut off was, and I, so I won't be able to put up with any shit today, but the problem is that I already <laughs> have. Cowbell. Yeah. Um, this is what the, uh, scientists and doctors would call immersion therapy. You know how Patch Adams like made people laugh to make them feel better? I like to make people feel really frustrated and annoyed to make them feel worse. Yeah. Uh, they call me Natch Adams. Thanks, Natch Adams. I hate you. And your f- I, as, a, as your father, have a natural nurturing need to just keep shoveling the shit on you. Thank you. I love I lo- it. I love to steal things, so they call me Snatch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd my stethoscope go? Oh, it's over here. I've got your stethoscope. While we were on our DC New York live shows from Bim Bam, you were you did bring a red nose around with you. That's not a joke. Like you had a clown nose on, and you put it on like while we're on the subway, just to make people think you're a the, serial to killer. Make people laugh and brighten their day. Yeah, yeah sure. I agree. Um, make people happy. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. You treat the disease, you win, you lose. Okay. You treat the patient, you win every time. Um, Step let's find right out. up. Step right up and treat the patient. You win, you lose. <laughs> let's find out if you guys can win or, or lose pool of noodles. <laughs> so you have woken up do you need a refresher where you're at what you're doing we got blasted with a time cannon into a time bubble we were in like a time ball there was an old lady and she said it's you come find me and then we woke up thank you travis so yes man you should be running this this shit it would be a lot shorter it we were gone through Crystal Kingdom in half a session. That's what? <laughs> There's a guy with some mirrors and a thing. Oh, it's a skeleton man. It's a robot lady. You win. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> Roll your dice. Yeah, that's high enough. Um, you wake up uh, out of this white space that you were just in. You wake up and you are supine. You're laying on the ground, face down. Um, got a face full of soft red dirt. And uh, wherever you are, it's a, a little bit warmer than the part of the uh, the woven gulch you were just in. Uh, the air feels kind of stale. Um, and as you sort of uh, look up and right yourself from, from the red dirt you're lying in, 
you find yourself uh, standing in front of a gate uh, which has been constructed over a path leading into a small town. And uh, the, the town, uh, it, it, it looks uh, fairly rustic, for lack of a better term. Yeah, to kinda, to kinda give finally. You, yeah, you're my, rustic. My rustic folk hero thing will work, and people will like me. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that'll give you some, oh, some advantages here. Uh, this town, just to kind of give you an idea of the aesthetic, is very old western town. Yeah. Uh, so the buildings are uh, rustic chic, uh, a lot of uh, wood with uh, some some metal panels here and there. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what we are going for in this town. And this gate uh, over the town has a burned-in inscription. Uh, and it's not the name of the town, unless this is the name of the town, which would be crazy. Uh, it is, uh, it is a, a, a phrase, and it says on this gate, By their sacrifice, our home is made safe. And standing immediately underneath that gate, just a few feet away from you, is uh, some person wearing uh, a suit of armor. And this person is as wide as they are tall. And they are a lot of both. Um... The, the armor that they're wearing is uh, sort of like a plate mail. I'm kind of envisioning like the Onion Knight from Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. And, uh, oh, sorry, Daddy. Wad. Sorry, Daddy. I forgot you're a casual, and you, you've not experienced the From Software's brand of challenging role-playing games. Well, my birthday is coming up soon. No, uh, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it. You'd die one day. It's, it's where the real gamers play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, gotcha. So it's it, this big, big, wide, tall uh, uh, person wearing this suit of plate mail armor. Uh, you see something kind of seeping through the joints of the of the armor. Uh, it kind of looks like really thick blood, and you can't see this person's face. They've got a visor pulled down uh, on on its helmet. Uh, you can't see inside. Uh, it has a massive halberd uh, and <laughs> braggart. What? Oh, gross. He was, I, th- I believe he was making a wiener joke. A wiener joke. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, Our first of the podcast ever. <laughs> <there's> a, <laughs> you've broken the seal. Um, and uh, around this armored individual, there is a faint yellow glow about it. Uh, and it's it's sort of... And the in, glow seems to be coming from the individual? It's coming from the individual. It's, it's going around its armor. Uh, but it's also going around this small red bird... That is perched on its shoulder, so the, this this whole thing is kind of encompassed in this yellow light. The red bird is a if if you are a bird expert, is a vermilion flycatcher. I did a lot of research into the flora and fauna of uh, Canyon regions. That was a vermilion flycatcher call. That was really good. What's weird is that this uh, vermilion flycatcher doesn't uh, do that little tweety tweet. Uh, in fact, uh, it talks in common, and it <gasps> says, "Cool, I got I, guys." I, I got this. I have a certain talks, rustic charm. It talks in common. We're fine. We can talk to it. I know. Yeah. But, like, but, like, I haven't gotten to do my rustic hospitality thing. Like, people like me. They give me biscuits because I paint their fences. And Yeah, very I Tom Sawyer sort of economy. I haven't to do it. I yeah. like a townhome real charm. Uh, this, uh, this thing says, uh, hello, visitors. Please identify yourselves. Kind of sounds like Angus. Let me give that another shot. Okay. Hello, visitors. Please nope. identify <laughs> yourselves. More. That was more Angus. No, this th- it sounds kind of like Angus. It's not Angus. It's just this 
it has a high voice because it's a little bird talking. Uh, uh, supposedly, it, it seems like it's talking for this armored thing. Uh, gotcha. ha- Hail and well met, bird friend. <laughs> Hello, please identify yourselves. Uh, I am I'm Magnus Birdsides. Was that a uh, bird joke? No, that was I have a stuffy nose. Can we talk about the insane leap that Travis just made that he would address the bird? Yeah. Like we see a man in an armor with a bird and Travis is like, what's up, bird? Uh, like, he well, the that. bird was talking. I don't want to be rude. That's the a bird one. didn't say anything yet. You know he the has assumptive pro- proficiency. The so. bird said, please identify yourselves. Who are, okay. your, who are your two friends? Uh, well, this is Taco, the wizard. Word. Word. And this is uh, Merle Highchurch, the cleric. How's it going, bird? Um, I'm not. This is confusing. I please. I I need you all to please stay calm and don't make any sudden movements. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at you that. Got it. It's been a while since we've had new visitors here. How did you find your way into our small town? Uh, we got lost. That's along the way. That's to somewhere else, and now we're here. You just got lost and stumbled in. Yeah. I mean, does that make does that make sense to you? Is that something that'll keep us from getting killed? Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. People don't mm. usually come here unless they're brought here. Well, like um, metaphysically lost, huh? Spiritually? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess geographically. What is your intention? We're here to help. To help yeah. with help with yeah. help with what? Your 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 problem. Your the the big big problem. You got trouble <laughs> right, right here in Bubble City. <laughs> um, why don't uh, Magnus, we're here been, to make trouble in this bubble, Magnus? You've been <laughs> Magnus. You've been doing most of the talking. Um, why don't you make a charisma check? Um, I want to like kind of give you guys a heads up. This is going to be this arc. Uh, is going to require you guys to do a bit more uh, legwork than other ones have. Like, you're going to have to talk to people and use your more no. uh, charisma stuff um, more than other ones. Just, like, find out what's going on and what you should be doing. It's not going to be... I'm trying. My intention for this arc is to get away from putting this thing on rails. It's going to be fairly open world. Um, so you guys are, will need to do a bit more... Uh, uh, you know, talking, greasing the wheels, so to speak. To, well, dude, I to, would like to angle for the fact that because I have well-established rustic hospitality that I should get advantage on these checks. Not on every check, because this isn't really a... This person's not offering you hospitality. This person seems to be some sort of sentinel or guard that is just checking you the well, fuck out. Well, it was a right 17 now. plus charisma? Okay. Plus one, so 18? Um, so just to get the story straight, you guys saw a big bubble and you just walked right into it? Uh, actually, we were, uh, shot through the wall at your to blame. Well, it's not your fault. Sorry about the mistake. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to make a command decision here, and I think it. we should wait to sort of let you guys, you know, run run around free. Um, un- until you've been checked out by Sheriff Isaac. So, if if you wouldn't mind, uh, j- again, just hands at the sides. Um, don't just just stay calm and uh, come with me to the to the sheriff's office. We'll get this thing figured out. Okay. Yep. Sure. Sounds great. I have no problem with that. Okay. Are there refreshments? Um, there can be. Great. Even better. You walk into this town, and it is uh, like, like I said, it is it is rustic chic. Uh, parts of it are are kind of shambly, um, and uh, as you like walk th- disrepair, or like not old? not like in a state of disrepair. It's just like it is a it is a town that seems like it was um, 
people worked very, very hard and did a lot of intricate work to make it as livable as possible with not a lot of resources. Got it. Um, so it's like cobbled together. It's cobbled together, but it's charming, um, even adorable <laughs> at parts. How many outlets are there? What's the paint scheme like? Um, brown. Cool. So you're, you're walking through the gate uh, onto this main road into the town. And as you walk this main road, uh, I want to tell you about a few points of interest. Um, just as you go inside the gate, there's a, a, a large well, large water well, just inside the gate. Um, there is uh, there are uh, two rows of buildings kind of lining either side of the uh, of this main drag. Uh, there is a uh, what looks like a general store uh, called Helpingtons uh, to your left. <laughs> um, across the street from that is uh, uh, a large building with saloon doors on it. You intuit it's a saloon. Uh, and the name of this building, uh, according to an ornately carved uh, sign hanging over it, is the Davy Lamp. There is a uh, a big bank uh, with uh, that that seems a, a bit more solidly built than the other buildings. Some iron bars over the windows. Uh, behind that is a tall clock tower showing the current time uh, about uh, about eleven oh five, maybe eleven ten. Yeah, it's about eleven ten a.m. Um, on your right, uh, just down the street from that, is a sheriff's office, and uh, attached to that, made of uh, you know clay and stone, uh, is a jail. And then at the very end of the street is a large two-story manor at the end of the road. Um, and beyond that manor, you can actually see a thick curtain of pine trees behind it. To your left, behind the, the buildings on the left, you see this rocky plateau overlooking the main street uh, and the buildings spiraling off of it. And then to your right... Uh, there is a tall wooden fence kind of running along the eastern perimeter of the town. Uh, quick question, Ditto. Yeah. Is the, is the clock moving? Yeah, it's moving. Hmm. The thing that most catches your eye on this main drag is the statue. Directly in front of this large manor at the end of the street, right in the middle of the main road, is a statue about eight feet tall, uh, cast from some kind of brown metal. And this statue depicts three figures. The, uh, the first figure is a small human girl, maybe about, um, maybe about seven years old. Uh, and she's wearing a, a, a knee-length dress. Her hair is done up in a bob. Uh, she is holding hands with a large, broad, bearded human man who is wearing a, uh, a miner's helmet with a torch on it uh, and uh, a big flannel shirt and big bulky uh pants uh he is he is dressed up like a miner um and uh he is he is holding hands with this small girl and standing behind uh, but both of them have like you know some crude smiles on their faces it's a pretty well-made statue that you can make out facial details but um standing behind them with one hand on each of their shoulders is another figure uh smaller than the other man still pretty broad-shouldered uh, this this figure standing behind them is uh, tall and muscular, uh, a fact that you can make out even though this figure is wearing a robe that is covering their entire face and body. And the metal of this figure, uh, where, where the robe is, has been stained or oxidized, turning it a bright crimson red. Oh, like the bad guys. Hmm. Harvey Birdman. Um... I'm not, okay, I'm not a bird, just, okay, yeah, what, what is it? Yes, you are. Okay, what's going on? Uh, that's a, a beautiful statue. I, I'm struck by the, the brilliant red 
of the rope. What what is it depicting, if you don't mind me asking? Well, that's that's that depicts a very important event in our town's history. That's the visitor who came and um, brought the father and daughter to our town, and by their sacrifice, our home is made safe. Okay. Oh, just like it's written on the gate. Yeah, that's kind of our yeah, that's our thing. And and how long ago did this sacrifice happen? Um, this sacrifice happened uh, uh, about a year and a half ago. So uh, was the guy in the robe real ugly or something? Is that why they don't have any, you know, like can't see his face or anything like that? Nobody really um, saw the figure in the robe except for Sheriff Isaac. Um, so I, I, I don't know. He was, he, he, I've heard tale that he was uh, big and broad and strong. I, I shouldn't say he. I don't even know. Um, but but is it, whatever they were, they were big and strong. Um, what sort of danger were you in that he needed to save you? Well, the the danger of, you know, the world. I really shouldn't, um, I don't know your guys, I, this is uncomfortable. I don't know what you guys want. I don't really know your intentions. Sandwich. Okay. Well, we can take care of that at the sheriff's office. Cool. Um, he walks you into the, uh, into the sheriff's office. As you walk in, you do see some, uh, a a few jail cells, uh, down on the far side of the room. Uh, and you see a big desk with a big, big, big chair behind it, big sturdy chair. In fact, you see a few smaller broken chairs kind of piled up uh, in the back corner of the room that have apparently been crushed underneath this being's girth. Um, and uh, he says, uh, sorry, we don't really, um, I don't want to lock you guys in a cell because you haven't really done anything wrong, so to speak. Can I trust you to just hang out here and not do anything? Yeah, do you want me to fix those chairs? That would be wonderful. Okay, um, great. I'm going to do, I guess, an investigation or perhaps perception. I'm going to say investigation um, on the, the armor and the bird to see if I can figure out what the sort of relationship is there. Okay. And I've got a 19. So with that investigation check, I will tell you two things. Uh, first of all, you can tell that the red stuff... That's coming through the uh, armor is not blood. Um, it actually looks like clay. It looks like uh, red clay, um, kind of like the stuff that is all around. That is is sort of inside of this armor. Um, and the second thing I will tell you is that whatever this thing is is um, whatever is sort of animating it is magic as fuck. So that being said, maybe an arcana check would be. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at a basically a big suit of armor, onion knight suit of armor, with a little red bird on it, and there's clay coming out of like what seems to be the joints, like as if there's clay inside of it, as if it was as if it was full of clay. Yeah. Okay. There's a like a a homunculus or like a um, oh, what's the what's the Jewish thing? The the golem. uh, The golem. golem. golem, But we're not going to call it that because there were the last arc was very golem centric. Okay. Well, yeah, let's go a lot with of homunculus then. Go- golem heavy. Um, so I'm going to run a, a arcana check on the homunculus. Okay. Who I'm going to call Homer. Perfect. Uh, has, has a name. Turn- has a name. You guys haven't bothered to ask. You rude, rude boys. Uh, Homer is fine for right now. Okay, not the name. But um, okay. what? Not the name, but go ahead. Oh, you're saying I didn't guess the name from whole cloth or ask it. I'm, that's why. I'm, like when you meet a person, sometimes you say like, "What's your name?" But you guys have been rude boys. Okay. Uh, come on, come me. on, rude boys. Uh, come, come and give Homer, it up. Homer, what's your name? Uh, uh, I'm called Roswell. Ooh, great. Roswell, are you? Is Roswell the name of um, you, the bird, or the 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 big fella that you're riding on? I don't see why it's important that you distinguish between the two. 
Okay, well, that's fine. I'm not into labels either. So listen, I've got a, uh, uh, I've got an Arcana check um, that adds uh, uh, six, so 17 altogether. I thought you were going to say seven. That would have been a pretty bad roll. No, uh, um, 17 altogether. Uh, okay, yeah, you can pretty clearly identify um, what what is going on here. This, this thing, uh, Roswell, is a, an earth elemental. That has been animated. Uh, it is it is essentially living clay uh, that is uh, inside of this suit of thick metal armor. And somehow this like spell that animated this clay, maybe this bird was like standing on the clay when it got animated, but it somehow got caught up in this spell. And for all intents and purposes, this is it's just one thing. It's just one sort of thing. Okay. okay. Um. And then, like the Am armor, I able to discern if this thing has is operating of its own volition. Or yeah, it's, it's it seems it seems to have its own sort of sentience. Okay. Um, so, like whatever created this thing is like must be powerful very very powerful. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, just between those two checks, you can tell um, if this was EverQuest and you were to con this thing just to sort of figure it figure it out, it would fuck you right up. It's like skulls all around. It's bad, bad shit. Also, uh, I should point out, I forgot to mention this in sort of the general description of Roswell, but you certainly figured it out during the uh, perception or investigation check. He's wearing a little deputy's badge. Aw. How's it affixed? Poorly. Okay, got it. <laughs> Adorable. Okay, well, I'll get, I'll get to work uh, fixing these chairs, I guess. I appreciate that. So it's hard to find a chair that's good enough for my, my big body. You know, I bet what? if I combined the parts of a couple of these chairs, I could make like a bench or a something. Super for chair, you. great. Yeah. You know, I think you guys are all right. I hope Sheriff Isaac agrees. Um, I haven't seen him today, but I can uh, go out and try and look for him. Just please. Well, I'm, can I'm... you tell us anything about him in case he comes back before you get back? Um, we just want to make a good impression. He'll have a badge that says Sheriff on it. I mean, it's a Neat. good start. Just be yourselves and don't be bad. Just as long as yourselves aren't bad people. Cool. No, <laughs> not us. Hey, Roswell, how long have you been here? Um, I, gosh, I can't even, I don't even remember. Ballpark it. Uh, I've always lived inside the dome. Okay, so you're about a year old. Yeah, I'm a one-year-old. Goo goo gaga. Oh. Solid foods are on the way, my friend. Hang in there. <laughs> um, there is a, a sound of disturbance outside. You hear some shouting. You hear, uh, Taco and Merle, you, you would identify it too. You hear the telltale sounds of, you know, spells being cast. Uh, you hear some shouting. You hear some stuff breaking. And he says, oh, duty calls. I gotta go. And he uh, he storms out the door, uh, leaving you in the office. Are there any windows or anything, Ditto? Uh, yeah, there's one window facing out into the street. He uh, runs out the uh, the door and runs to the left, so you can't really see what's what he is running towards. I want to go through the desk. Okay, cool. Yeah, you uh, you can you can look at the desk. You don't you don't see uh, too much of interest on top of the desk. There is a locked. There's a locked sh- shelf. What's the word I'm looking for? There's a locked drawer uh, in the desk uh, that you uh, see. Uh, all the other ones, as you open them up and root through them, just seem to have some sort of paperwork. Um, the other thing of interest is a map that is hanging up behind the desk. And boys, I spent a while making this map. <laughs> we can't even see it. Uh, you're about to, because I'm dropping it in Skype for you. Enjoy the map. Sweet listeners, I'll post this Holy on... Holy shit, ditto. Sweet listeners, I'll post this on... Um, I don't know, I'll probably post this on the Facebook group, maybe. Oh, I'm, dead. I'm downloading it. 
Uh, I don't know the best place to put this map. But looking at this map, now you get kind of a feel for this town, which, as it is labeled, you now know this town is called Refuge. Uh, And you can see the circular barrier that is keeping everyone out. Uh, You can see the town that you're in. Uh, And there's some stuff behind the town. You see the, the forest of pine trees behind it. Seems to be a farm up to the north a bit. To the west, you see that rocky plateau. There's a little bit of stuff up there, and then to your right, where behind that fence, you see a quarry. Um, so, uh, like I said, like this is going to be a fairly open world arc. So keep 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 this on hand if you can. If you ever need to know like where to go next, where you want to go next, where you want to investigate, this is kind of the M- Mad Dog McCree like overworld, if you will. Gotcha. Um, I what do I need to roll to fix the chairs? Uh, uh nothing. You're you're so fucking good at furniture, Magnus. You just like whip them both together. Are you building a super chair out of them, or are you building three chairs for you and your? Uh, before I do that, I want to uh, use my new sneaking skills and maybe pop my head out the door sneakily. Okay. To see if I can see what's going on outside. Uh, yes. Make a stealth check. That's uh six plus ten sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. You you barely poke. You, like in car- a cartoon, your eyeball like grows real long and like pokes out the door and turns a ninety degree ah! angle. <laughs> um, but you see, you see down the street. Uh, so now you have this map for reference. Uh, uh-huh. You guys are in the sheriff's office. Uh, down the street, uh, outside of the Davy Lamp, uh, you see uh, one man wearing a purple um, uh, handkerchief over uh, around his neck. Uh, he's just like lying on the street. Um, it just looks like a, 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 a ruffian and, uh, you hear, uh, uh, like a whoom sound and another man wearing a very similar outfit, uh, just goes flying DJ Jazzy Jeff style out of the front door, uh, rolling into the street. And you see, um, you see Roswell like walking that way. Uh, and when he sees these two men, he runs to chase them, uh, but they sprint off, uh, uh, away from him and out of sight. Okay, now I'm going to build a super chair. Okay, Taco and Merle, what do you guys want to do? You've already sort of turned over. Um, the, the cells, I should point out, are unoccupied. Uh, save for the one on the end, there is a, a big, uh, burly woman in one of those. Uh, and she is wearing some super ratty clothes. Um, she, is, she looks soot-stained, for lack of a better term. And uh, uh, she is uh, uh, just kind of sitting quietly in the corner. Why don't you boys let me handle this one? Oh, Oh, God. God. I walk up to the cell and pull out my extreme teen Bible and say, Hello, sister. Have you heard the word of Pan today? No, what's a Pan? (laughs) Pan can be your... Best friend, my lady. Like using a pan, like you'd use a pan for painting for gold or diamonds. I get it. Yep. I get it, and I like you. There are rewards in the afterlife, just like gold and diamonds that are more precious. I like if gold, and I like pan, diamonds. So I lean over to Taco. Admittedly, this is the best this has ever gone. Yeah, I mean, we're thirty seconds in. Let's not throw a parade. Hey, now hey, let's. Who the, uh, who the hell are you? I ain't never seen folks like you before in this town. Well, I'm Brother Merle Highchurch, and I'm just here to help you get back on the path of righteousness. While they're talking, uh, I'm going to cast Knock on the desk. Okay. Oh, you opening up that that knock. drawer? Yeah, Knock Knock. Okay. What's up? Does that just it's magic? Does just fucking magic do it, time. or you have to roll it? Nah, it just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, don't nah, 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 nah. That's magic. All right. Pretty little head about it. 
Uh, read me the description of what Knock does. I'm going to choose an object I can see within range. The object can be a door, box, chest, set of manacles, a padlock, or any other object that contains mundane or magical means that prevents access. Target that's held shut by a mundane lock or that is stuck be- or barred becomes unlock, unstuck, or unbarred. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, you hear a click come from the uh, this previously locked drawer in the desk. I'll go ahead and... Um, what's in it? What do I see? Uh, you, you're opening it up and getting inside. Yeah, I'm uh, pulling it up. As you pull this drawer, um, you f- feel something snap, and you hear a woo, 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 come from the desk uh, drawer that you have just popped open. Uh, uh, you see a set of uh, a ring of keys inside, though. Uh, but there is uh, some sort of siren or alarm going off, uh, and the woman says, uh, "Hey, what the hell are you doing over there? Y'all ain't misbehaving, are you? You should close that. Uh, Roswell's gonna come kick your ass. Is there anything else other than keys? Nope, just keys. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad thing I did. Could, I could, did. I, could our semi rogue?" Yeah, is there uh, anything disconnect I can the alarm? Disarm, ditto? Uh, I mean, the ship doesn't sail. We can't ring a bell, boys. <laughs> the, well, they're in the fight. These tools? Can I shut that down? Yeah, if you're, if Magnus, if you're putting your chair rebuilding on on hold, uh, as you sort of poke your head inside, you see uh, some some. Uh, it's a trap. It is a an alarm trap that activated. Well, that's just so irritating because I used magic to get to keys that I could have used magic instead of yeah. whatever these go to. Dang it. Oh. Uh, dang, gosh dang it uh as um, you uh, uh yeah taco you or magnus magnus yes you you see a, a trap in there that you could use your thieves tools okay on. i'm doing that does that work on a trap that's already been like trapped um for one that has sort of a sustained effect like this i'll allow it yeah okay i rolled a 15 okay. and then i'm proficient you get a fuck in the 10 yeah tool. that's good yeah you you uh you snip some wire inside of this little uh uh hockey puck looking thing uh, and the alarm goes off. But while you have your hand in the drawer, uh, like unlocking it, you hear ka-chung, ka-chung, ka-chung. And uh, Roswell is standing in the door frame of the sheriff's office. I sneak my hand out. Uh, make a sleight of hand check for me. It's going to contest his perception. Well, I got 15. Okay. Plus two. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you pull your hand out of the cookie jar real fast. And he says, uh, okay, well, I gave you guys a chance. And uh, you, uh, to be frank, you blew it. So Bluff uh, check. I'm going to do a bluff check on Roswell. Okay. I'm going to try to bluff Roswell. Okay, what are you fucking bluff? Oh, you got to tell me. God, okay, I, my, my roll stays. I'm not changing the roll. I'm telling Roswell. Uh, let me try before I tell By you. By the way, he's got, his, uh, he's got his, his weapon drawn. And cool. he looks like he's in fuck you up mode. Wait, before, before you say anything, Ditto, can you describe, since we're looking at him now, you say ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Is he a robot man? Oh, he's not a robot man. He's a big fucking dude. And as, as, as they... Um, as they like ran up the the stairs to of this building to come greet you, they were making a lot of noise. Not a robot. Want to point that out? No robos in this one. Uh, so just Roswell, right? Yeah. Same Roswell. Yeah. Okay. Um, those those guys they uh came by and they were trying to break into this desk and we we scared them off. Cassidy, they tripped the alarm. Okay, Cassidy, can you confirm that? And the woman in the cell says, well, I didn't, I didn't see him do nothing, but I, I didn't see any other boys come in here. I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them, and I could throw them pretty far. You know what, Roswell? I'm going to shoot straight with you. We're here to figure out what happened a year and a half ago. We're here 
to help in any way we can. We haven't been honest with you, and I feel like you haven't been completely honest with us. I haven't been honest with you because I don't know anything about you. I mean, here's what I'm just going to ask. I'm not going to hurt you. I, I'm not. I'm going to talk to... We're, we're going to let Sheriff Isaac figure out what to do. Got I'm, it. But now I'm going to have to ask you guys to wait in a cell. What about the guys... <laughs> They're getting away. Yeah, <laughs> they're gone. That the was just, other, there was just the, a little bar. Other, it was just a little bar fight kerfuffle. He not those guys. He goes no the the he, different the guys. guys that Taco was just telling you about. Okay, okay. The different guys. Yeah, the, yeah, the guys that tried to steal. I'll, now listen, I don't want to panic anybody, but I did get an eighteen on that bluff. He check, did get so an eighteen. He's like buying it. Um, that bluff it. check kept him from uh, getting aggressive with you. He's giving okay. this is this is about as good as the a benefit of a doubt as you're gonna get. Uh he he goes to the desk and opens up that drawer that you uh, um uh hacked into uh and takes out this big ring of keys and uses it to open up one of these jail cells and uh says, Just wait in here, please please uh, don't I make finish? this any harder. Okay, than I, it needs. I I'm gonna be honest. Can I be honest? <laughs> Can I tell you what happened? We I shouldn't have opened the drawer. I thought it would be locked. But it was unlocked, and then the alarm just went off. So there was no harm meant. I was just... We were you know, just trying to find it. nails, because I was fixing just your trying to chair. find nails, because he was fixing the chair. Now yeah. I'm using that 18 to its full effect. Okay. <laughs> now behold the full power of my 18. <laughs> As the glow emanates from Taco's eyes. <laughs> also, I should mention, this is an 18. Bluff. <laughs> Uh, uh, he uh, puts his weapon away and he says, "He's loving it." I'm listen. <laughs> he says, "I love you." This is Sheriff Isaac will be back any minute. I don't. I please just get in the cell. It's it's comfortable in there. It's cozy. Look, he takes out a little puzzle from his pocket. Here's a puzzle. Work yeah, on fine. That. Let's get in the cell. Okay. Yeah, we get in the cell. I pull out my harmonica. Which, I can't uh, go back now to the I can, man. <laughs> I can't go back. Uh, tough shit. You're in the can. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your Dungeon Master, your best friend, and your personal trainer. Um, sit down and give me uh, 200 burpees right now. I don't think I know what those are, but I want to see you do them. Thanks for listening to episode 42 of The Adventure Zone, uh, the second part of our uh, new arc, which I titled The 11th Hour, not realizing there was also a Doctor Who episode named that, and there's plenty of time travel shit going on in that one too, so sorry, Matt Smith. You're not even the guy anymore. I want to thank everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the hashtag TheZoneCast. If you do that, you might end up as a character in the 11th Hour arc. Uh, characters like Roswell, who's named for Ben Roswell. Roswell writes on Twitter. Uh, Isaac, Benjamin Isaac, Sheriff Isaac on Twitter. I mean, no, Sheriff Isaac's not his Twitter name. That would be weirdly prescient. You might end up like Cassidy. Uh, who's named for Cassidy Sharples, Cass J. Tuck on Twitter. Uh, got a few spots available. I got a couple names I haven't really locked down yet, so tweet about the show using the, the Zonecast hashtag. You might end up as one of these dang characters in this fantastical Wild West fantasy town. Thanks to everybody also who uh, has reviewed the show on iTunes and uh, people who've been sharing the show with their friends who like nerdy stuff. Uh, we don't pay a red cent to advertise the Adventure Zone, the growth that we've had, and we've had a lot. It's all thanks to you kind folks. Listen at home, telling your friends, spreading the word. Got that grassroots shit going on, and uh, uh, we appreciate the hell out of you. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, 
I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show.
Got a few personal messages on this week's episode. If you want to get a personal message on the show, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron, and I'll read them out loud on the show, and I might have a sick voice when I do it, like I do now. My apologies. This message is for John, and it's from Emma, who says, Happy early or belated birthday, Shark. I love you and look forward to making many more bad jokes and terrible political bets with you. Hope it is or was a great day. Abraca, fuck you. Love, Emma. It was a sweet message until the dismount there. And I, I get that that was like a, a fun joke from the show, but it's coarse language. Nah, I'm just kidding. Let those let those bad boys a rip. Lord knows we certainly do. Happy birthday, whenever it was, John. Got a message here for Alan Michael, and it's from Clark, who says, Hello, friend. Just wanted to send you a big bugbear congrats on purchasing your new pad. Oh, should I be reading this as Clark? Yeah, I guess so. Hello, friend. Oh, well, I'll, I should do the supplicant Clark voice. Hello, friend. Just wanted to send you a big bugbear congrats on purchasing your new pad. I hope to bring you warm greetings and oolong from another world. I'm proud of you, my dear friend. I love you. Got a little romantic there. Kind of a bold character choice for Clark, but c'est la vie. Uh, Congratulations on your big purchase, Alan Michael, and uh, enjoy mortgage or whatever one last message here this one is for i'm gonna guess it's a DD party because of the names it's for sinolf lorelei mango summer sky and ryan Lakebottom. one of these things is not like the other one and it's from your dungeon master who says thank you all for being the best damn DD group i've ever had the honor of running a game for your antics helped make our campaign something truly amazing and I can't wait to see what else we get up to. Also, don't forget to water your guild leader and feed him a bucket of fish heads every day. That's just a good balanced breakfast. Anybody knows that. That's that's the food pyramid right there. Water, and then you pour that over the fish heads. You got yourself a stew going. Hey, if you like this show, I I have two places where you'll be able to find other good podcasts that I guarantee you're going to love. How about MaximumFun.org? That is the podcast network that we are a proud, proud member of. There's tons of great programming on MaximumFun.org. It's all free. It's all wonderful. I'm talking about shows like Throwing Shade. I'm talking about shows like Getting Curious or One Bad Mother or Jordan Jesse Go or Judge John Hodgman. Uh, They're all absolutely fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org. You're going to find a show in there that you're going to just slip right into like old pants. If you want to hear us do other shows, good news. There's a website for that, too. It's McElroyShows.com. Uh, at McElroyShows.com, you can learn about all the podcasts we do, because we do a lot. Travis has one called Interrobang he does. He also does one about manners with his wife, Teresa, called Schmanners. Uh, Justin does one uh, with his wife, Sydney, about medical history called Sawbones. I do a podcast with my wife, Rachel, called Rose Buddies. We're talking about the current season of The Bachelorette right now. It's very exciting. Uh, and I got a new video game podcast, too, called Cool Games, Inc., where me and uh, Nick, uh, my coworker at Polygon.com, uh, we come up with funny video games ideas. Video games ideas, you know, like for video games. We got links to all of our uh, Twitter contacts and P.O. boxes and all that shit, too. It's all at MacRoyShows.com. Go get connected. That's it for this commercial break. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoy this arc. It is, uh, I think you'll probably realize what we're going for here in a bit. It is ambitious as fuck, I think. And uh, uh, I hope you enjoy what we're going for. Next episode, oh, God, we're recording this one so far in advance. I don't even know when this episode's going up. Uh, it's going up. So the next episode will be up on June the 30th. Uh, So we'll talk to you then. Bye. You guys are in the fucking slammer. Back in the pokey. Can I tell you what, Griffin? I actually yeah. feel more comfortable in here. I feel like this is the me I've grown to know at this point. 
Yeah, they're not. They're not. You're not locked in there with them. They're locked in here with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sheriff Isaac. I was born in here. Sheriff Isaac is not you know? rolled around. Um, the it's just you three and this woman that Roswell identified as Cassidy uh, in the other cell, who's giving you guys the stankiest eye. Oh man, the stink eye that Cassidy's giving you. I, uh, in uh, thieves can't. I'm gonna say. Hail and well met, Cassidy. What is this garbage talk you're speaking? Was that cool. gob? Was that Gerblin? Yeah, <laughs> sure was. Hey, I think these three boys might be six Gerblins stacked up and dressed up in, <laughs> in human skins. You're, oh wait, you're uh, at least seven. The problem with you, thieves can't. That's just stinking thinking. I'm gonna try <laughs> thieves. Thieves can. Thieves do. Thieves do. You do a like offensive version of thieves can't. That she also does not buy. It's Are just, we three in the same cell? Yeah, you're all locked up in the same cell. She's talking common, right? Uh, yeah, she's talking common. What's your story, Cassidy? I don't think I should tell you guys this. You're here to kill all of us, steal my root beer barrels. Good improv, Cassidy. Way to see us. Let me try again. So what's your story? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I, I'm, I've been falsely accused, boys. I'm locked up here. They said I blew up the temple. I don't blow up in damn temples. I blow up the earth. I get those diamonds out from under them. Best there ever was. <laughs> That's sure shit. True. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, she, she did spit. How did you know? Ah, uh, just intuition. Oh. Well, yeah, can I tell you something, Cassidy? Yeah. I believe you. Oh, but I like you already. What's your cool. name? My name is Magnus Burnsides. Marcus Burtsons. Yep, nailed it. Got it in one. <laughs> I can't hear very good because all the explosions. I feel you. Um, in my line, this is explosions nonstop. Can I? Can I tell you something, Cassidy? Please. And I'll speak up here. You seem like a woman who knows the truth of things. Oh, uh, a lot of people here think my big ideas are small, dumb, bad ideas. They say you got stink ideas, Cassidy. Well, I tell them, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, you do not. You are. You seem like a woman who's got her finger on the pulse and sees the truth, Cassidy. Oh, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! What What can you tell me about the visitor and the sacrifice? Uh, you know, I kind of keep my head below ground, so I didn't. I wasn't here when they rolled up in town. Um, I mean, all I know is that the 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 bubble came protect us from the dangers of the outside world. Things were getting really hairy out there. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about the sheriff? Oh, sheriff Isaac's a good dude. Cool. Okay. Um, Asked and answered. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he keeps us safe. He's um, is he a human or what's his story? Uh, it's a weird kind of r- racially charged question, but yeah, sure, he's a human. Uh, what's your sort of persuasion? <laughs> Let's say that Cassidy is uh, uh, half orc. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, is that? I don't know if that's a thing or not, but it's it yeah. is in this universe. Um. She, she, you know, she appears to be a human uh, of orc size, just very, very uh, a big old broad, broad, strong mining, mining woman. So half orc, half hillbilly, apparently. Yeah. Oh, she's a full blown hillbilly. Yeah. Um, Cassidy, who's over uh, yonder in that uh, that two story manor we saw on our way in? <laughs> yonder. No, no. Thanks. Way to Di- fit in. Dialect. Yeah. I got Great. rustic hospitality, y'all. Yeah, that's what that is. Um, she says, well, that's, um, that's the sheriff. He's also the you know the mayor, the elder of the town. And so I guess gotcha. that means he gets to live in the biggest and best house. Never made much sense to me, but I'm not one to, to, to rustle the feathers. And uh, we saw some uh, we saw some fellas in uh, purple bandanas when we came in. 
Oh, that's just, you know, ruffians. Where are they? If if this is a closed system, how'd you get ruffians in here? It's a fucking good question. (laughs) All right. You, uh, let's move the clock forward a little bit. You guys feel, uh, you guys feel, you you haven't been in here that, that long at all. You've been in here just, you've been in here about 20 minutes. Oh, whoop, whoop. Uh, (laughs) that's the juggalo greeting. Um, (laughs) you feel a tremor. You feel, uh, what feels like a, a very light quake. Um, and are we hungry? It lasts. Well, maybe the earth's hungry. Because uh, the uh, the ground below you is shaking, the building is shaking. Um, you hear some uh, concerned yelps coming from outside. Um, you hear uh, in the distance, you hear the sound of glass breaking. Um, in front of the sheriff's office, you can actually see through the bars and through the window. You see a lamppost fall over, and uh, the uh, the glass enclosure at the top of it shatters when it falls, and you hear a horse get scared and see it run oh, run no. down the street. Um, but it, it doesn't last very long. It's just it was just kind of a violent little short tremor. Cassidy, is that normal? Uh, no, not not Ooh. normal, not normal at all. And uh, you hear ka-chunk, 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 as uh, uh, Ra- Sorry, it's going to take me a while to memorize his name. Roswell uh, goes charging out of the office, leaving us alone. Yep. I think we ought to check and see if that quake did any damage to the cell. Oh, good. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, Cassidy, a- can you see out your window w- now? W- w- wait, do you guys want to leave? If you guys want to leave, we could just leave. Do you want to leave the cell? Because <laughs> we could just... Le- wait, do you guys just want to leave? <clears throat> I thought we were playing it cool. Wait. Like We could just leave. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> and, and I'm going to say this in Elvish to Taco. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot I could do that, huh? So did I. Yeah. Um. All right, Taco, here's the... Remember what happened Gremlins! when you popped the... Gremlins speak! I knew it! Remember what happened when you popped the drawer and she ratted us out? For sure. Can you do some kind of, like, distraction noise or something and then pop this lock and we'll say it shook loose in the quake? I can't... I mean, listen. <laughs> yes, obviously. Uh, That's... Yes, I can do that for sure. I will say one thing... I, I don't know how many more 18 plus bluff checks I got in there, dude. <laughs> um, let me let me help you guys out um, because Cassidy, um, after she accuses you of being goblins, just that's because that's how she's gonna be. I think this whole arc, um, she's actually looking very intently at the corner of her own cell, facing the exterior wall, where a small crack has formed. Um, a few cracks, actually. Uh, this this wall has started to buckle a little bit. Oh shit! And she is kicking her way out of her own cell. Uh, and she's like, "Now you boo, you boys aren't narcs, are you?" I, well, I can't no, say, I can't you sp- are. I can't you sp- narked us. I can't spend another night in the cell. Yeah, well, takes one to know one. Goblin wait, narcs. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> uh, she's kicking her way. She's kicking, kicking, cool. and kicking. She's like, "I won't narc if you won't narc." Just like we gotta get a little circle of trust between you boys and old Cassidy. Cool. Um, so are you staying um, put? Or are you gonna find your way? Wait, out? Well, let's talk. Let's let's do one thing that we rarely do. Let's talk to each other in character about our current scenario. Okay. Um, Merle, Magnus. Yeah. If we haven't even gotten the lay of the land yet, I'm a I'm a little nervous about going rogue before we sort of know what's going on here. I, I don't even know if we're in danger. But it's possible that if we help, we're going to really like win them over, whereas if we just stay here, someone could be in trouble while we stand by and do nothing. We need to make a big 
impression or else I, I'm really starting to think that these people, if they find out we're anti-Red Cloaks, they might not be big fans of ours. Merle? I say we help Cassidy escape and ask her to come back and help us later. Cassidy's fucking gone. She's kicked her way out well, while you guys we did were talking. Because you're talking in character. Cassidy definitely finished kicking her way through Mission the wall, accomplished. And she's just fucking gone. I mean, if you guys want to leave, we could just leave. Uh, I'm not kidding. Well, maybe it'll help the story along if we just kind of sit and relax. Is that normally the the way to keep narratives? (laughs) It seems to be working in this case. Yeah, maybe we... You know what? That's a great point. Sort of a meta point, I'll grant you. Unless the cell's falling in on us. Uh, Is there any... I'm going to roll a perception check of four to see if our cell is uh, in any way damaged by this quake. Um, you're in a prison cell. Okay, I did great. Oh, I got a Anybody 10. Else? Uh, you're in a prison cell with bars on it. I got a one. You're in you're... A, a, a cube-shaped <laughs> place. Hard box. <laughs> uh, no, you're, 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 I'll give it for the 10. You, there's no obvious signs of damage to your cell. Cool. Let's do it. I wish we had some smokes to trade. You're the only. You're fucking the only people here right now. So you would be trading with each other. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I I vote we go help. Okay, well let's just go there. Go help who? Wherever the noise was. Uh, it was an earthquake. So everywhere. Yeah, but listen, I've got a lens of creeping that we can follow Roswell and go help. Okay, I'll cast knock on the door to this cell. Let's get moving. It swings open. And you hear a boo! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, it swings open. It opens up. No, okay, no I use my lens of straight creeping so I can follow where Roswell went. Okay. Uh, you step outside and uh, uh, catch a quick glimpse of the clock tower as you go outside. It is currently 1140. Uh, and uh, as you look you through the lens of straight creeping, you see these gigantic uh, uh, footprint impressions in the ground. Uh, and they are leading directly into Helpingtons, the general store, uh, which is just down and across the street. Okay. Follow. I, I follow. Okay. Other boys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, you make your way into Helpingtons, uh, and you see Roswell uh, picking up some some goods. There, There's nobody else in the store except for Roswell. Um, if there is a store clerk here, they are not currently here. Uh, and Roswell is like helping clean up because there, there's actually not a lot of goods here in Helpingtons, um, but whatever is here is on the ground. Uh, and Roswell is helping to pick it up, and he says, "Okay, seriously, seriously." Listen, our 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 K our cell popped open, and we didn't want you to come back and think that we had escaped, so we came to find you. This earthquake popped your help- cell open. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and oh, also yeah. sucked yeah. Cassidy out of her cell, apparently. <laughs> that sucked her right out. Uh, so if there's any way that we can help, and then we'll return with you back to the sheriff's okay. office and no, return I'm ourselves done. to I'm done waiting for the sheriff. Uh, Cat, Cat, or Roswell draws its halberd um, and starts to step towards you, and uh, you guys get saved by the bell. Not quite the bell, actually. It's not a bell. It is an explosion. Uh, and it is coming uh, down the street. Uh, but this is I not... run towards it. Oh, that was quick. Roswell's chasing you then. Yep. Um, and can I assume the other boys you guys are going to? 
I kind of waddle. Okay. I don't really run. Um, this explosion doesn't sound like the, the bar fight from earlier. Doesn't sound like the earthquake. This was like the sound of a short pop and then like a fucking explosion. Very, very loud. And as you make your way out in the street, you see smoke coming through the windows of the bank. Is it like this all the time in this damn Ro- town? Russell's, There's a lot of shit going Russell on. Russell says, you guys have been here for 45 minutes. What the fuck did you bring with you? See what we can do in an hour. Uh, uh, Roswell is now paying you guys no fucking mind. He is charging. It, it is they. They are charging for the bank, uh, and you see them storm inside. I mean, I'm going too. I'm right there next to him. It, this Roswell outpaces you. I'm just what? saying. Ros, Roswell gets there first. Yeah, they got a long wingspan. Um, you see a person who is on fire, like come out of the building, kind of like flailing, uh, and they fall to the ground outside of the bank. Okay, I I run over and start rolling them around in the dirt. Uh, you're stop, drop, and rolling them? Yeah. Okay. Um, make a, what would that be? First aid check. Is that medicine? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll say. 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You give them the medicine of them not being on fire anymore. Uh, but they are, they're, they're in really, really bad shape. Uh. How about if I heal them? Uh, would that be a crazy idea? You can totally do that. Let me finish describing the scene because, like, the situation in the bank is still very active. You hear people. You hear like shouts and screams, and you hear uh, shit getting broke. You hear like the sound of shit getting thrown around. Uh, still it, on fire and it's stuff. It's still super fucking on fire. So like you you could stop and help this person out, but like the the, the shit is popping off as as they uh, as you put them out, you realize that this person is wearing one of those purple kerchiefs uh, and is dressed up like one of those rowdy boys. Still don't want him to die. I've really turned on over a new leaf. Yeah, sure. Uh, I switch my belt to fire. Okay. And then I rush in. Okay, cool. Uh, Merle, do you want to heal this person or what? Uh, nah. Okay. <laughs> Saving those spell slots. Nah. I'll save it. Taco yourself. So what do we got here? You got a burning bank and a bunch of people inside, and it sounds like there's fighting. Taco, what do you, is there anything you want to do before you guys rush into this burning bank? Yeah. Not? Yeah, I'm gonna cast a new one. Woo! Ha! New, hot off the presses. Okay. Called Cone of Cold. Oh, interesting. All right. I'm gonna, uh, sort of it. It, <clears throat> it is a 60 foot cone. So That's I. That's a big I, fucking I'm, cone. That sounds yeah, good, though. A big no 60 foot cone. Big 60 foot cone uh, of cold that I'm just gonna blast. I mean, the only stats that I have are in terms of, you know, uh, damage. I'm not trying to do any damage. I'm just trying. Well, to Well, here's the out. here's the thing. If you are just sort of launching it into this building, there are some people in this building, and because you don't have that spell sculpting thing anymore, when you change specializations, like you're gonna make attack rolls on everybody in this place if you do that. <laughs> I'm totally I'm totally down with it. Maybe you want to like aim it at the ceiling. The ceiling is there's like that's kind of what I was thinking, but at the same time, it might not be. I'm totally willing to give it to you. I'm just saying, like, there will be collateral damage unless you don't roll good against each of, each of the people inside. He said if I emanate a cone out... You're going to hit some people. I'm going to hit people that are caught in it, and I can't sculpt around them like I used to be able to. Oh, so it's cold and it's not... 
It's cold. It's damaging. Yeah. The cold would work on the fire, but it's a damage. So you couldn't use it to protect Magnus as he rushes no, no, into no, the fire? No, no. He'd use it to Magnus kill Magnus. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. so, so that, and that would be bad, right? I'll, I'll be bad. Let me just like make this a straight up and down choice. You can do this to try and put the fire out, but you are going to potentially hurt people inside there. You, you're not in there yet. You don't know how many people are in there, but you'd have to make attack rolls on all of them. I'm seeing if I have anything else that'll... That'll help. Yeah, press the digitation, which lets you put out a small flame. This is a big old flame. You have stone skin, I can create right? up to 10 gallons of is water. There, That's can not, you? That ain't going to be enough. Yeah. Okay. Juice does stone skin grant resistances? Oh, yeah. Taka, you've still got stone skin on. Hell, yeah. I'm going in that building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you rush in. Um, and God, I wish I'd remembered that you had stone. Oh, well. Uh, you, you rush into the building, and yeah, it is a scene of just pure bad carnage. There, uh... There are some bodies on the ground. You see the body of a uh, a dark elf woman. Uh, I took off my shorts. What? I, you didn't want to burn them up. I'm not going to burn off my shorts. I just got these shorts. I believe I it was, was a shorts. skirt. Nude from the waist down. I took off my skirt. Thank you, Travis. Yes, of course. I took off my Jared Leto skirt. And I'm nude from the waist down because I'm not going to like... Bur- no, I've got me undies on, but like... Fucking uh, fantastic. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> let me describe this carnage scene, please, before you talk about your dick. Um... <laughs> There's a there's a dark elf woman who is lying on the ground. She she is dead. Uh, there is a young man uh, with jet black hair lying on the ground. He is also dead. Uh, there are uh, two guards. You assume we're protecting this bank. They are dead. Uh, and then there are two uh, of those purple kerchief ruffian dudes who are dead. Uh, there is also a dwarf uh, woman who is near, like, the back desk of this bank, the teller's window, uh, who seems like she's, like, on her last legs. And then there are three of those purple kerchief ruffians who are alive, and they look really freaked the fuck out, and uh, they are engaged in combat with uh, Roswell. So they're fi- So Roswell is fighting... The three surviving ruffians who are not dead from this explosion. Um, the explosion, uh, uh, the, the, the fire is not spread all throughout the room. It's, uh, mainly actually towards the back of the room, uh, where there is a large vault that, uh, uh, is, uh, blackened and charred, but closed still. Um, if this was their plan to blast this vault open and do a good, good bank robbery, they fucked up completely. Uh, and this room is, the fire is spreading very, very quickly. It's all over the ceiling and like ashes and cinders are falling down on on this scene um are we in combat now or can we act freely you can be but you are you're not engaged in combat these three these the three ruffians and roswell are engaged with each other if you want to hop into this shit you can hop into the ship i want to run to the dwarf woman okay yeah that would be my priority too i'm not getting in the middle of roswell versus the purple dudes i don't really care okay all right yeah you rush to the and merle you're doing the same i'll wait out here to heal okay uh healing whom well, we don't, Whoever they bring out. Yeah, we're going to bring out the dwarf woman. Okay. Now you do have time to kill that person that was on fire outside of the building. You going to pop them off one or? Eh. Yeah, do it. We might need to talk to them. Okay. Uh, well, I have my ways. All right. So. Oh, yeah. I, don't you have the thing where someone dies? Do you have. Did we get that? Shh. Don't <laughs> okay. ruin cool. the surprise. Cool. You, um. You go and check on the dwarven woman while Roswell is just fucking handily handling. These three, they're trying to mix it up with Roswell and like encircle Roswell and and give them a hard time. But Roswell is just like cutting them down. 
just shish kebabbing these dudes. Um, and this dwarven, uh, this dwarven woman is like out of it. If if you could see an HP bar above her head, it would be at one. I pick uh, her up. Okay, I'm just helping him to help shield her from. Uh, I'll take out the. Uh, I'll open the Umbra staff. Okay. Um, to prevent to create a shield to protect her from any other falling embers or damage or anything that might be coming down her way in case there's any other fire. Okay. Yeah. Stray th- stray things. I don't want to take any chances. And you guys are just rushing out of the bank. I'm sure that thing's impenetrable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you rush out of the bank and uh, get this woman outside. And and Magnus, as you're carrying her, she's like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" Just we're, relax. We're okay? here to we're help. Get you outside. Uh, okay, you get them outside. Uh, you you get this one dwarven woman outside. Set them down, uh, and they are um, they're actually unconscious now, uh, but, I, but I alive. Put her down in front of Merle. Okay, Is it, so it's just the two of them, the guy in the purple bandana that's all burned up. Yeah. And, and the dwarven woman. Yeah, they seem to be the only survivors. Okay. I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word. Okay. This will heal both of them. They can regain hit points equal to 1d4 plus my spell casting modifier. Okay. So I'm rolling the d4. It's a 4. Nice. And my spell casting modifier is somewhere i'm gonna tattoo it on the inside of your eyelids that would be a shame because um, it does change oh okay 16 right that is not your spellcasting modifier that would be crazy okay okay plus eight. eight eight okay so that's so 12 12 okay yeah you uh, for both of them yeah you bring them both back to life the uh burned one is is seems pretty um uh pretty dazed pretty out of it uh the dwarven woman just kind of coughs and says Thank, thank you, guys. Who? What, what happened? Is you it? guys talk to her and figure out what's going on, and Magnus rushes back in. Okay. Can we get a description of the dwarven woman? Uh, she you is, creeper. <laughs> she is. Uh, I'm just visualizing. I'm just trying to visualize. Yeah, she's uh, about middle age. She uh, has nice middle uh, dwarven age. <laughs> middle dwarven age. Yeah, so like 150. Uh, she has uh, long red hair. Uh, she has some whiskers. She, uh, she's wearing, uh, she's, she's wearing some nice clothes. She's coughing a whole lot. Uh, and seemed uh, like, like the other dude, like she just seems like super out of it. Uh, Magnus inside, you see, uh, all three of the dudes that, uh, uh, Roswell is fighting just like on the ground, all dead, all fucked up. Uh, and Roswell like has their, their halberd like out. And they're like standing at like a badass angle with their back to you and turns and faces you and says, this has been a really bad hour and it didn't start until you guys came in town. I need Great. to know what the fuck you brought with you, who you are and what you're doing here. It's my job to keep the town safe. And this hour has kept me from doing so. Terrific. Can hey, we talk about hey. that outside the burning building, please? Uh, would you, would you have something juice? How close are we to the like? We woke up, right? We were knocked unconscious when we came yeah. in, right? Um, how close are we to sort of the edge of the bubble? Like, was that anywhere in our sphere of? Yeah, like, when you woke up, we you were that? when you woke up, you were right next to the bubble. Yeah, you can see the bubble everywhere. The bubbles, okay. the bubbles in the sky. Did the we bubbles. leave a hole? No, you didn't leave a hole. Okay, cool. All right, just want to make sure we hadn't. You, created yeah, that's a this. good thing to ask. There's no exit from what okay. you can tell, unless there's a big ass cannon. Uh, we so. got the. Uh, Roswell, we got the dwarven woman out. Is there any other survivors in here? Nope. It's just me and you. 
And I know I, I actually, let's put a little bit of pressure on the situation. Tell me where the fuck you came from, what you're doing here, or I'm not going to let you leave. And a, a pillar, a, a beam falls from the ceiling and crashes to the ground in fiery splinters. Cool. We came from outside the bubble. We're here to find a chalice. And now we need to get outside of this building. Roswell says... I have a chalice. I have no fucking idea what you're talking. Neither right, do I. Just, just go, just go, just go, just go, just go. Because another, another beam falls from the ceiling. Uh, very narrowly missing you. Roswell kind of buckles and says, like, is, is letting you go. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, you, hey, bring one of the dead guys out with you. You, okay. uh, you run out, and Magnus, just as you make it outside, the building collapses. And is it possible for me to... Well, we got two living people, I guess. Yeah. No, there was nobody else alive that you could tell. Well, uh, I was going to grab one of the dead guys from Merle. Um, except for Roswell, who was inside the building when it collapses. What? Ooh. Uh, and you do not see... This This thing, like, very, very quickly goes bad and tumbles down and uh, falls on top of Roswell. Um, and there's and nothing I can do? No. Roswell is gone. Horseshit. Uh, and you actually, uh, you uh, can now see as the bank has fallen, you see the clock tower uh, behind the, uh, uh, you see the clock tower that was behind the bank. The base of the clock tower is on fire uh, and starting to climb up it. Uh, and um, there are some people now who have like come out into the street to like check things out. Um you see uh, an, an elf with a big bucket of water uh, run up and like throw it onto the fire and realize that that's not enough water and walks away. You see a few other people like trying to do the same, try to help out, but like the bank is gone, the clock tower is on fire, and the clock tower chimes because it has struck noon, and it chimes again and again, and it chimes twelve times as clock towers are wont to do when it has turned over to noon. And as it does, something absolutely horrible happens. Did, uh, did, did you base this on Majora's Mask? There is another trimmer. And this one is much more powerful th- from the last and much longer than the last. And it doesn't seem to show any sign of stopping. Um, and as it picks up, as the clock strikes noon... The, the, the residents of Refuge, who are now uh, standing in the street, start to scream and hold each other. Um, and the buildings that they were standing in just start to fall over like they were made out of toothpicks. Um, because the ground is shaking so much that it's actually hard for you to keep your footing. Um, and cracks slowly start to form and spread throughout the ground. But they're not just fissures in the ground. There's a bright and um, incredibly hot light coming from the ground. And you hear just the screams pick up all around you. And the fissures grow bright and a plume of unbearable heat emerges from the ground. Uh, And the ground, this entire, the ground all around this town swells up beneath you, just toppling all of the the buildings that uh, remained uh, uh, as as the ground expands. The clock tower uh, snaps at its midsection as it chimes its 12th chime. And it falls over into that large two-story manor at the end of the street with uh, a a loud crash. Uh, And the ground, as quickly as it expanded, it just falls out beneath your feet. And you're falling. And you're burning. And you're being crushed by the shattered earth as it, it compresses down into the ground. And you hear an anguished scream come from something massive and furious. 
and all three of you have died. Thus ends. Well, <laughs> good run. And there's there's something about the dying that feels familiar. And then you're back in that white space, and you see that old woman again, and she says. You'll have to do much better than that, loves. And then you wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome! MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. You guys, I'm so excited to introduce to you my new baby, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. This is going to be a really fun look at things that I find curious, whether it's a menstrual cup, it might be the Romanoff family, it might be fracking, it could be Carly Fiorina. I don't even know. Who knows? It's going to be whatever I think is interesting. I can't wait to bring it to you guys. We're going to be bringing in content experts. I'm going to be learning the things. It's only going to take about 30 minutes for you to expand your baby brains with me and have a super fun time. So I can't wait to see you on our first episode of Getting Curious.